Hello, and welcome back to Raven's Realm Tabletop. I will be your DM GM today, and my name is Ryan, and I'm joined by three lovely players. Uh, we'll start off with our furthest to the left, Brandon. Go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us who you'll be playing today. Hey, y'all. I'm Brandon. Uh, I am playing Druk Saride, a bored elven noble out from out in Evermeet, coming out to Icewind Dale to find some arcane lore and maybe piss off some arcane brothers. And next, we'll go to Justin. Okay, I will be playing... Or, hi, I'm Justin. Justin Bourne. I will be playing Joshua uh, Lasgar. Uh, he is a... Okay, correct me how to say because it's going to be like my fourth time to say the Furbolg. Yeah, Furbolg. Furbolg. Close enough. Yeah. He's a Furbolg. And he's a druid. And yeah, I guess all our characters are level three tonight. And he really cares about nature. He's lost his town and his family and everything. But then now he's on the road trying to rebuild and make sure that never happens again. And tell Joshua. us who his good friend spiritual beast is. Ah, uh, yes. So he's on the road always, and on his shoulder, he always has this uh, Hawaiian crow named Drake. So it's Joshua and Drake. If <laughs> <laughs> you get the reference, great. Good job. Great. You're smart. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and we'll move on to Chris. Close us up. Hey, what's up? I'm Chris. I'm playing Wendigo, the Minotaur Barbarian. Yes. And uh, we will be. Oh, yeah. No, tell us about Wendigo a little bit. Don't spoil too much. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little about Wendigo. Yes. So, picture. So, he's not a normal minotaur. He's not like a bull. He's more like a half man, half deer, but just very uh, scary looking. So, yeah. I'll say that much. <laughs> and uh, Wendigo is from nearby where we'll be starting today. And we are going to be playing a little bit of Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frostmaiden, the D&D adventure module, starting at level three and uh, just kind of rocking and rolling with it. Uh, each of the characters have their own secret uh, that they choose to keep or could tell to the rest of the party. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, but we'll just hop right into it if the players are ready. Real quick, I didn't describe my guy. I realized that I talked about his personality, but he's yeah, really no, tall, and I feel like that's important for to be known is that he's like seven foot and two hundred and eighty pounds. He's a real brick shit house, but man, he's a big guy. But he has a spell that can brick make him shit go house. down. <laughs> that's an interesting way of describing it. Um, but yeah, all right, awesome, and uh, we'll also go into more detail of what our players will be looking like today so you all for your own reasons or another are here on your way to the Icewind Dale a remote uh, cold climate in the northern half of the world and you all are traveling on the 10 trail the only way in uh, to the Icewind Dale that is not the mountain range called the spine of the world and as you are traveling uh the snow uh begins to kind of pick up and the individual that you're traveling with, with is this heavily um clothed uh dwarf and you uh have been traveling him with 
for about a day or two uh he has a uh kind of this grayish hair beard that uh is braided um all the way down to about his um his waist uh and then he has uh a kind of heavy overcoat that he's always been wearing or on his head as he leads you through uh and on this sled uh into uh the ten towns uh so right now you exit out this forest uh area and you are immediately hit with just white snow that lays out in front of you and as you all are kind of riding in the back um why don't we uh go ahead and uh just describe what you all would be doing in the back of this um caravan i have this sled. Do we get to ride on the wagon or anything like no, that? Yeah, yeah. You're kind of riding and being dragged on the wagon. He's he's at the front. Uh, the your navigator is at the front steering. Um, here. Yeah, I mean, I think Druk would be like towards the front because he's uber curious about this whole new area. Except that's being really tested by this whiteout condition. And so he's like skinny ass scrawny elf is like cowled up and like shivering. But still wanting to be up here, even though he knows he could get back in the back of the wagon and maybe be a little warmer, he's awfully curious about being here. What is, uh, what is Joshua and Wendigo doing? Well, Joshua is hunched over in a really uncomfortable position because this wagon is probably not built for someone of his stature. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has his bird with him and. He's just working with tricks on him and just talking with him, but not really interacting much with the rest of the party. And Wendigo. I think Wendigo is probably looking ahead, like trying to see what's coming up in the path, like just kind of scanning around and being observant of his surroundings. Sure. Uh, So as... Joshua, you're in the back most right now. You're kind of riding, and, and it gets a bit bumpy as uh, the snow kind of picks up, and it, it's kind of coming down heavier, and, and the wind kind of blows, and there's a kind of a chill that comes through the back towards you. And as uh, you're sitting there with Drake, uh, you see as Drake kind of looks at you, huh, it's, it's getting really cold in here, huh? Uh, yeah, it sure is. Huh. Yeah, yeah. You you mind if I tuck into your jacket? Yeah, you know? come on in, little buddy. Yeah, come yeah, on I'm in. Just gonna, I'm just gonna get real close here and stay warm. Tucks ah, under his underarm a little better. bit. Oh, yeah, that's so warm. That's nice. That's real nice. And as uh, that's happening <laughs> in the back, uh, <laughs> Druk and Wendigo, as you're kind of uh, kind of hunched over the front over the over either shoulder of this dwarf goes oh this is a this is a bad storm oh no i haven't it's it's normally not this bad this time of year hey i'm doing okay back there you look a little cold elf if you need another blanket go for it druk will reach for the blanket he the cold doesn't seem to get him as bad as it seems like it oughta but he'll take the blanket anyways that should keep you warm. Uh, uh, you uh, doing okay? He kind of kind of looks at you, Wendigo. But he, anytime you've interacted with him, he's been kind of cautious and you know just distant. But he's just yeah. asking out of asking out of uh, courtesy. You can tell. 
I am fine. Don't worry about me. Uh, all right. Uh, good thing you got me uh, when you did. Uh, I don't think you could have made this trek by foot. Uh, it's blowing quite heavy right now. Uh, but we should be in Bryn Shandir in uh, about a few hours. Have you all been there before? No, never. Only read about it. No, oh, uh, lovely place. Probably the best spot in the Ten Towns. Uh, I can't wait to get a good mead. What are you all I've looking forward to? I've heard of some good, uh, houses of the evening. I'm looking forward to some of that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Houses of the evening. Uh, and I guess, uh, do you, do you drink? Uh, he kind of looks over to you, Wendigo. <laughs> uh, your jaw kind of hangs low. I think anything in there would just pour right out. <laughs> yes, I do drink some things. If I told you, you might not want to bring me anymore. Uh, uh, very well, just, you know, you're lucky that everyone wears a heavy coat. People won't have to see your face. And he's like kind of mushing these sled dogs as they're bringing you. you. Hey, hey, I'll uh, I'll drink whatever he doesn't drink. Or they don't drink. Quick, did I miss it? Do we have like a real, real clear vision of what Windigo's visage looks like? Yeah, why don't you describe Windigo's physical features for us? Yeah, so Windigo... um, He's also very tall, but he does like kind of hunch over um, his face again. Like he's kind of a he kind of looks like a deer. So picture like a minotaur, but instead of the bull on top, it's a deer and he kind of looks more like a zombie deer. Like he looks kind of halfway rotten and uh, his eyes just kind of look crazy. And uh, yeah, he just did. He looks terrifying, I guess. If, what if did you, you say are, to us to make us not consider you to be a monster on this road? Um, I probably told you that I just needed a ride and that I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. That I just was trying to make it into Icewind Dale. And possibly promise to leave you alone once we got there. Okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah. You you can drink whatever he doesn't, uh, but there's a lot to drink. Hopefully, uh, I don't know if if this if this winter has been this bad all year, and that might not be good for the ten towns. What has been happening this winter? I don't know. It looks very very cold. Normally. By now, the snow would start to melt, and you'd see beautiful flowers sprouting between the melted snow. Ah, ah, it's good memories. So it ought to be spring, like we're kind of going into the spring season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's still winter. Yes. Hmm. Have you heard any rumors lately? Oh, well, a, a few. Uh, one time I got the raven from one of my cousins out in, uh, where was he? Where does he live again? Let me, give me one second. Uh, he lives out in, uh, Kerkonig. Yes, Kerkonig. It's rather north of Lake Dinnershire. Uh, 
Local establishments are beset by vandals and thieves that suck about unseen. The town speaker, a dragonborn, uh, some kind, I don't know his name, uh, could really, really use some help catching these vandals and thieves. But, uh, you know, he asked for my help, and that's just why I'm making my way. Uh, uh, but I'll stop in Prince Shandir for a, a mead or two, you know. What did you say that town was called again? Erkonig. Very well, thank you. Yes, but, uh, you know, lots happens in the ten towns, you know. Uh, if you have ever been, you know, they each have their own unique, uh, unique history and, uh, story to tell. But, uh, for me, I... I'd like to stay down south where it's a bit more, you know, warmer, not as cold. So, hey, hey, how oh, much uh, do you have? Uh, just a few more hours. Uh, it, when, uh, when did it go? Uh, you, you're, you're dripping blood on my seat, <laughs> if you could just back up a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, alright. Uh, and he, like, takes a rag and just wipes the blood off. Alright, uh... Yeah, so just, you know, get your rest or whatever. We should be there in about an hour. What are you all doing? During this hour? What are you trying to do? To pass the time? Hmm. And to see any, like... Signs of, like markers or anything like that, like things to show us where we are but it's probably so white out that it's just utterly failing yeah uh i'll have you roll me a perception check Ooh, the first okay. roll of the one shot hell yeah uh sweatshirt Seven. and you are exactly right as like the wind and snow falls you can see a post and a sign but you can't make out what it says and it other than that you can you can see bits of uh grooves in the snow that make out a path it looks like in between these hills and piles of snow as you're um kind of going forward not not really in a clear direction in your mind but it seems that uh your dwarf navigator knows exactly where he's going he seems very confident Are we kind of right there? Oh, hold on. About right here? Yeah, yeah, about like right in this area. So like every few minutes you pass a kind of what looks to be a pile of snow, um, almost the uh, size of a hill, roughly. I would also like to look around and see if there's like anything kind of going yeah. on with the wilderness around and, us. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. All right. <clears throat> also seven. Yeah, also seven. <laughs> yeah, you look around and it it is about the same. Uh, you actually get some snow that uh, it kind of falls in your eyes and it kind of blinds you for a second. You have to wipe it off. Uh, but you can't really see anything additional 
as Druk has pointed out the sign and you're not able to read it as well. As mm. the storm continues to, to bear down on you. Joshua would also... Uh, maybe he would send Drake. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, he, he could produce a flame, but then kind of hold Drake, hold Drake outside the window for a second with the flame with him so he can kind of get a better view. Right? Uh, you hold a flame out, and as you, like, open your pit to let Drake out, Drake's, Whoa! You want me to go out there? Hey, it'll be just fine. Oh, oh man! No. Watch, it's, watch! I got this flame, and everything yeah. will be just fine. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, okay. I, I won't go too far. Uh, just, just like a, a little loop-de-loop. Is that okay? That sounds great. Hey, hey. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, all right. Uh, go ahead and uh, let's say this is a per- your perception check. So you okay. want perception, but roll it at advantage. So roll it twice. Okay. As you hold up a flame uh, to kind of cast a light out at the back of this uh, wagon, uh, as the fire appears, uh, you see as the, d- the dwarf will say, hey, uh, be careful with that fire back there. Uh, you never know what might catch. And you cast the fire in your hand in the flame and you see as uh, Drake will pop out of your armpit, do a quick look around. Uh, and as you, he flies around, kind of around the wagon and comes back very, very swiftly. He says, oh, hi, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Oh, it's nice and warm in here. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, uh, I didn't see anything. It was quite desolate. No, no animals, no plants, n- n- nothing. Huh. Yeah. Hey, hey, well, thank you for trying. Hey, hey. Uh, hey, I think we're the only one, hey, in the vicinity. Hey, I didn't hey, see anything hey. for about, uh, I'd say a mile away. I think Druk would actually pop in to, and talk to the driver in Dwarvish. Be like, is it normal to pick up passengers this ugly? Uh, he will respond in Dwarvish as well. Uh, well, well, no, honestly. Uh, normally, it's just some one uh, shady looking to get to the tent towns, maybe running from something, or uh, just some human interested in something, or, you know, never really these kinds of people, I'll be honest. Uh, first time, really, I've seen anyone like these two. Well, I'll watch your back for you. Joshua's stomach during their conversation makes a loud bubbly sound. You all just hear it, but it's not gas. It's just almost there. (laughs) Are you good there? Uh, uh, Hey, you know I am. Yeah, yeah. Just just making sure you you don't got the bubbles, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the bubbles. Not the bubbles. Okay. Hey, we, we should be there soon. I, I think I saw I saw what looked like a town. Uh, it was like a mile and a half or two away when I was flying around. Are we it's there just, yet? Hold on to the bubbles. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be there soon. Uh, it's just this storm is really slowing us down. Uh, we're going to be a bit behind uh, what I said I'd be here, but that's hmm. fine. While his back is turned, can we investigate the the storage or the uh, wagon we're on and see if there's any yeah. kind of like goodies? 
Sure. Uh, go ahead. How do you how do you search for this? Are you just like okay? He's clumsy. Like, He's a on. really big guy, like seven foot and a wagon. That's you know, it's it can hold him, of course. But he just okay. kind of reaches his arm around underneath the seats and across and underneath the seats, and then he also has a uh, uh, God. What's Mike Rackles? Or my bird's name? Uh, Drake. He has Drake. <laughs> How could you forget? I know. How did I? It's so good. Um, Yes, Drake also pick around on the top part of the ceilings and look. Sure. Okay. Uh, Let's make this a... Let's make this an investigation check at advantage here. Okay. As you you look around, you uh, kind of know common hiding spots or trying to search for things and you look around you can see like jerky some food you know where the food's stored uh you feel around uh and you're not able to find anything uh that you would wouldn't already know of you kind of look through the blankets and such uh and you see as drake comes back says i i didn't see anything up there how oh, visible is all of that, by the way? Like, are you being... Kind of, I said I was watching the back because these guys are sketchy, yeah. right? Do I I'll see this? Very visible. There, there's... Yeah, it's yeah, very it, obvious. Yeah. yeah it's Josh more... It's less like, about, like, trying to steal and more just, like, curiosity and childlike curiosity with it. Like, what yeah, what's Drew could absolutely board. point back at you and, and do a message. It'd be like, keep your hands to yourself. You should keep your hands to yourself. So, Joshua, you just hear a voice as Druk looks at you, but his mouth doesn't move. And in your head, you hear what he said. He said straight up. He's just not <laughs> used to that. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Joshua just sits straight. And then you see his Drake, like, also, like, perches perfectly in the command position and just, like, nods just with Joshua. Uh, and uh, you see his... Uh, as at this point, you'll see as the door says, ah, it looks like we're here. And in front of you all, as you look out the front of the uh, wagon that you're in, uh, you can see a large wall covered in this dense, thick white snow. Um, And as you see a kind of wooden gate uh, just at the front, uh, you all are approaching uh, Bryn Shandir on the southwest side. So I will bring you over to the map. So this is Bryn Shandir. You all are on the southwest entrance gate. And as you all approach, uh, you can see the gate kind of slowly open as individuals on the top of either pillar of this gate uh, kind of signal down to those below. And the gate opens it as uh, the door says, ah, we'll make it. I can't wait to try another mead. Uh, if you're looking to drink, come to the North Lookout. No, the North Look. Best drinks in town. North uh, Look, I'll keep that in mind. Yes, yes. Drew's Smart absolutely around. just marveling at the walls around, just taking it all in. Rin Shander that he's only read about. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, it's by the North Gate. Uh, it's where it gets its name. Uh, but yes, I will... Uh, Go ahead and do whatever you wish. I brought you here as I said I would. Uh, I will go to the stables. And you see as he brings, he's uh, brought in, you see uh, as everyone, the streets seem very desolate. There isn't many people out right now. And those who are out are heavily 
have heavy coats on and you can barely tell who's underneath the coats um but you can see every few people every now and then um and as the guards kind of stand aside and you make your way into the city and get out of the cart i will ask you all uh what do you all wish to do as you are now in the city of Bryn Shandir, a uh, the non intensive purposes center of the ten towns. What was that? It was the the mead was at North View North. Uh, the the North Look. Heading straight to the North Look. All right. Take it in That's the sight along the, the way. What are you all? What are you both doing? Um, I'm gonna turn the other two and say, um, I know that I said that I would leave you alone, but I was wondering if either of you could use a bodyguard. I have some business I need to carry out in the north, but I'd like to stay and investigate the meaning of this strange seasonal change. Drew, like, looks you up and down. It's like, I don't need a bodyguard, but I'm feeling charitable. Come on. Very well. I will not disappoint you. What is Joshua doing? Uh, so Joshua is kind of doing the same thing, but more offering like his spiritual services. And he could be your life coach with your issues and problems. <laughs> and so he's proposing it in that way. I need you to form that in-character in, in okay. proposition real quick. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> do you ever need somebody that can help you understand yourself and your inner voice a little bit better? And so that way you're able to, like, you know, take care of stuff and kill things? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I'm Drake. Yeah. Drake Joshua's inner voice. <laughs> I mean, Drake would look at you with a sort of, like, fascination... He's it's kind of the same way we would like smile. look at <laughs> the way we might look at like those like nickel quarter fortune teller machines and he's like yeah mm -hmm. okay i'm in come on <laughs> it's like <laughs> it just um god i have to come up with wisdom so i can be uh, yeah we're good <laughs> as you uh as you uh continue to uh, walk through the city here uh, and make your way uh, kind of towards the center of town. Uh, you all are kind of walking for a bit and again, the streets seem very desolate. There's There doesn't seem to be very many people out. Um, those who do are heavily um, wearing heavy uh, clothing and uh, heavy coats. Uh, and as you uh, continue kind of past the center of town, you begin to spot the symbol of Bryn Shandir. It looks like uh, this wheat in the center with antlers coming on either side on top of a shield-like crest. And you can kind of see that on a building right kind of in the center of town over here um, to your east as you're walking through this market square. And you can see goods being sold but a market square in the afternoon should be full of people shopping for the day but it looks like there's anything but and as you walk through this market square and look around three figures begin making their way towards you 
with uh, that are that look stocky in size, short and stocky, bundled in cold weather garb, stumble towards you, and they have snowshoes slung over their backs and ice picks fastened to their belts, and two of them have thick beards. The third holds up a gloved hand and says through a thick wool scarf in a raspy voice, Alright, ah, I'm Herna, and these are my friends, Corax and Storn. We need your help, and you all look very big and capable. Uh, and you're a bit skinny, but uh, you two look big. And he kind of, uh, you see as uh, the individual looks towards Joshua and Wendigo. Help with what? I question your judgment and character, but I am more than help, willing to help. Ah, I wouldn't know what you're capable of. Uh, but uh, uh, in either case, uh, if you are willing to help, which is great, uh, we're the survivors of a group of dwarves um, who were tasked with bringing a sled of iron ignits to Bryn Shandir, and then a yeti surprised us and killed a member of our group. The rest of us fled as the yeti took on both limb from limb. Now we need someone to go get Ba- uh, go back and get the sled for us. As payment, we each uh, uh, we offer each of you a gemstone, uh, probably worth fifty pieces. The friendships of the dwarves of Icewind Dale can also be a boon in these harsh times. You'll need snowshoes to make the trip in good time. Uh, what, do, what do you say? Uh, it's, it's simple enough. Just get the sled, uh, and hopefully the Eddie's not there anymore. Y'all are gonna stay in town the whole time? Ah. Uh, Yes. Give me your snow shoes and I'm in. Sure. Uh, you see them like kind of uh, take them off rapidly and give it to you. Um, you see as Corks, uh, one of the two kind of with her and uh, just kind of stares in silence, doesn't really uh, talk much. Uh, and you can see his nose uh, as you can get close is like completely gone, uh, almost like a Voldemort, Voldemort-like nose. Uh, and you can see like two fingers of where his gloves are are kind of flopping all over the place uh, and then the other uh, you can see as he is like nervously looking up at the sky and not really looking towards you all just hands his snowshoes without much of a of a word as he's just staring at the sky uh, and as Herna gives you her snowshoes says, well that's good there's three of you and three of us I mean, as a player, like my like, are these like zombie dudes? Like, is being triggered oh, no, right no, no, no. now? No, no, you like, don't see frostbite. zombie dudes. Just you just, just notice real good frostbite. Yeah, yeah. You notice you notice that this is like frostbite for sure. Um, pretty easy. Had a had, had a touch of the frostbite, did you? Huh? That's too bad. Well, what uh, is the yeah. meaning of this weird seasonal changes in these parts? Do you know anything oh. about that? Oh well. uh... It says that uh, all the Frost Maiden is uh, is not looking kindly to us, but you know we we make our sacrifices, and uh, it seems that it hasn't worked in a few few weeks now. The winter has been quite harsh this year. I don't know why. Frost Maiden, you say? Uh, uh, yes. Oral, uh, sorry. Oral the Frost Maiden, yes. Has there been any unusual activity lately? Hey, hey. Uh, uh, hey, uh, 
Well, uh, unusual activity. What do, what do you mean? Like, just not real normal? Or? Yeah, it's just something with the weather. It, it's all bad and whatnot. It's been staying cold. So I just figured maybe there was something that happened in town or someone really upset a god or something. Uh, hey. uh, no, not really. Uh, but there is uh, some worries about a, a serial killer. Serial killer? <laughs> serial killers and Yeti? Ooh. Uh, yes, uh, Icewind Dale has been rather harsh this winter. Uh, three cold-blooded murders have been committed in the past month. A halfling, a human, and three days ago, a dwarf right here in this very city. Each victim was found with a dagger of ice through the heart. That is... Absolutely fascinating. It merits follow-up. Where uh, did you say this lead was? Sure. Oh, uh, out east. Out east? Yes. Just uh, east of Bryn Shander, but not towards any of the other towns? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, northeast. Uh, we were coming from uh, the, the Dwarven Valley with the iron ingots. And if you need reference, I will take you there. It's no sweat. I mean, we'll just be... Alright, well, before we start digging into murder mysteries without any form of compensation, let's go take care of this where we can get our nice gems. Oh, uh, you, you need uh, compensation for the murders? Uh, I hear someone is interested in it in the tavern. Uh, this lady keeps asking for people to look into it. Uh, she was a, a dwarf, uh, what was her name? I don't remember. I'm sure we'll find her. And I, I mean, Druk's gonna walk off with their snowshoes towards the north gate uh, to that do, bar. Do any of you have a cigarette? Um, I, I believe my bird does. I don't. Negative. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me. And then he digs around and says, Here you go. Oh, oh uh, thank you <laughs> for the cigarette. <laughs> yep, anytime. Then I light it for him with my, my little <laughs> flame that I can produce. Smokes marble reds. Oh, that is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Are they so, birdside cigarettes? No. <laughs> <laughs> you see, they're Virginia uh, Slims. As, <laughs> no, you're good. As Wendigo and Joshua, you're kind of like uh, hanging out with these dwarves here. Druk, I assume you're just making your way out eastward uh, and uh, no, northward. North, so, or yeah. the tavern, right? Oh, I'm gonna yeah. go with the North Gate. Well, oh, I got you. I wasn't gonna tell. I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah, you're well, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna hit that North Gate, <laughs> but on the way, I'm gonna stop at that tavern probably for the whole fucking night because I just got here, mm-hmm. and I've been on nothing but like a moving ass carriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Druk, as you head northwards towards the tavern, Joshua and Wendigo, do you follow, or what do you two do here? I follow along, just drink it up with him. He has a big appetite for alcohol. Yeah, Wendigo's uh, falling behind, too. Okay. As you both uh, leave, you see as the dwarf will say to you, Ah, well, yeah, we will uh, be waiting for you in the the north. Look, uh, we just need to go to the Black Iron Blade to tell them what happened. Hopefully they're not mad at us. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Very well. You don't have to be rude about it. 
Hey, hey. What? No, I was... How do you politely inform someone that you don't care about what they're saying? Without lying. Uh, without lying. That's the hard part, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it just helps to just be nice. It'd be, you know, oh, uh, okay, that sounds great. And then back away slowly. Okay, <laughs> I will take that under spiritual advisement, spiritual advisor. Namaste. And as you all approach, you see this wooden sign hanging, uh, covered in snow, but uh, clear enough to see the north uh, look here, uh, right in the northern side of town. And you all uh, enter into a not full, but uh, somewhat populated inn. Uh, you see individuals drinking uh, and eating soup uh, and just drinking what looks to be just to stay warm. Uh, and you see people downing cups of ale. As you walk in, uh, you are uh, greeted behind uh, by a individual behind this, um, this uh, bar. Uh, kind of looks at you and says, uh, Hello, uh, welcome to the North Look. I know they're ugly, but they're cool. They just want some drinks too. Um, and I'm gonna walk up to the bar and sit down and say, what's the uh, special out here? Uh, well, uh, special, we have uh, many, mostly ale right now. Uh, and uh, we have a nice soup of the day. It is clam chowder. Clam chowder. I'll take yeah, it. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, it'll be one silver. Uh, do you want to make it a combo? Uh, yes, but you'll need to put it on my tab. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, can I get a name for the tab? Druk. Druk. Nice to meet you, Druk. My name is Scramsax. Scramsax. Uh, and you look uh, to see his face and you can see a uh, kind of worn older human male uh, kind of uh, grayish silvery hair uh, and he has this kind of uh, multiple scars that you can see on his face around his neck on his arms uh, and he kind of turns around and you see him preparing uh, your meal he gets like this wooden bowl and takes a nice ladle into this uh, what looks to be a pot of soup that is uh, kind of burning underneath a wood fire and he pours it in the bowl turns around gives it to you and pours you one tap of uh, ale and slides it across the table ah well there you go uh, there you go it'll be on your tap Druk appreciate it Scramsax Wendigo, you'll fit in right, right in just fine here. Yes. Uh, do you have any raw meat? Uh, raw fish? Will that do? Sure. Oh, wonderful. Uh, he kind of turns uh, and goes into the back. And as you kind of look around for a moment, uh, you can see a uh, stuffed and mounted fish um, kind of like displayed at the center of the bar uh, and you see this like kind of red fish um, kind of scar on the head uh, and occasionally uh, you see uh, it begin as you make eye contact with it to sing the following verse uh, 
The places I like to go, farther up the rivers flow. Where it is, I don't know. Must be under all that snow. So it, it moves kind of towards you, sings that, and then flops back against the wall. And at this point, you see as um, Scramsack, uh, sorry, Scramsack uh, comes out uh, with a kind of raw fish on a plate and kind of slides it over to you. Uh, same tab, different tab. Different. Oh. Uh, same, same, babe. I think he did same. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, we, I'm his spiritual advisor, and this is his bodyguard. Yes. So drinks are on him. Uh, uh, sure, whatever. Put the raw fish on my tab. Uh, very well. It's just a uh, just one uh, copper piece. Uh, so you all a traveling group of adventurers. Yes, actually, we've come oh. in search of lore, wisdom, and the beauty of the North. Oh, that's a wonderful way of putting it. I myself uh, was adventurer too until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, I'll just put this on your tab and uh, feel free to uh, to stay here on, on credit. I don't mind. I know how tough the adventuring life can be. Uh, you're looking for a job that lady over there and he kind of points to uh, a dwarven woman kind of on the the back corner uh has like a booth all to herself feet propped up against uh the table up on top and just kind of looking around eyeing individuals as they come in or are drinking uh she doesn't seem to be here to enjoy herself but is just kind of eyeing who's here uh and she hasn't looked in your direction just yet um i know she's offering some money for that uh, fable that's been happening in the ten towns hold up what oh yes there's rumors of a uh, what is it a serial killer what do they call him uh, the the cold hearted killer yes yes cold hearted killer uh, yes they call him that because you know I think it's a bunch of mumbo jumbo but uh she believes that it's something more and i just think she's chasing a, a ghost honestly like drew's gonna is super interested in doing the job wants to finish prior commitments first however he's also super curious as she's scanning the room to see her reaction to to wendigo and joshua Okay, so yeah, you, you see her scan the room as you kind of look back, kind of give her a moment. And then as you kind of look for uh, a longer period of time, you can see her kind of feel it and she kind of shakes, but then looks in your direction and her eyes kind of go wide, seeing those two big bodies next to you. And you see her kind of put her feet down, kind of lean forward. Are you making eye contact with her? Just like stare down? Or are you as soon as she makes that kind of okay? Yeah. So yeah, you y'all are just you both are just staring at each other. Are we mad dog? She's like she has a curious look on her face. And she's like kind of strokes her chin. Uh and she if stare stared at long enough will start to make her way towards you. And you do see that she has uh some some weapons on her on her person um on her side you see like a hand axe and then a uh, a small hand axe and a larger battle axe on the other side uh and you can uh 
see as she stands up, uh, you can uh, I have see, a, a see brain of a fish her. right now. Um, was she a dwarf? Yes. I, okay. Cool. So she stands up and she she doesn't get much taller, but she slowly will kind of make her way towards you as she's kind of looking at you. I just look at her nonplussed with the whole situation and but also like kind of abused that anyone's entertaining this uh, particular band of merry fellows. Make me a um, I just want to see who blinks first here. Make me a constitution Ooh. check. Yeah, just a regular constitution check. Let's see who blinks first. Nine, okay. Nine. Yeah, uh, oh, sorry, that wasn't supposed to be shooting. But yeah, you uh, kind of stare down. You can see her. She looks tired, and so she blinks, and then she's like, dang it. Uh, you can like hear her say it under her breath as you win like the staring contest. But she'll continue to look at you in the eyes and make her way over to you. Uh, what is Joshua and Wendigo doing? As uh, You both are not really aware that she's walking in your direction. You're both kind of facing the bar right now. Um, what are you two doing, though? Joshua has lit a tiny little hula hoop, and he's caught it on fire with his little flame hand, and then he's having his uh, crow jump through it to get treats on the bar <laughs> table. On the bar, whatever, yeah, bar table, yeah. I guess. You on see the bar. Some, some drunk patrons go, Oh, that's so cool. As Drake go, look at me jump, 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 look at me loop de loop, and he like flies over it and then around, and then you see as the patron who looks very drunk next to you goes, "Oh, wow, that is amazing! Oh, that's great! You should see him set up a tent. Hey, hey! Oh, tent! Oh, cool! Hey, hey! Oh, and he kind of like." Hits you. Oh, get get me a drink for these two. Uh, and hey, he says, hey, the hey. Uh, your tab is still a little high, but why not? Uh, and he gets you and uh, Drake a drink. Uh, a cup of ale comes your way um, from the patron. Uh, and he sees the, uh, Drake will be perched up on the mug and kind of drinking out of it. Uh, what is Wendigo doing? Drake size mug. Yeah, I think w- Wendigo's kind of watching the the bird jump through hoops and just like snacking on the fish, but just eating it like head first, like eyes in and everything, just like like it's nothing, just like rawr, 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 just eating the fish. <laughs> and like, see that is it like a spectacle? <laughs> uh, yeah, but you are kind of more impressive as you're you're putting on a show, and Wendigo uh, is just. <laughs> demolishing it. You can, yeah, <laughs> so they're not really looking at him as they can just hear the gnawing and the chewing and the, the sound of bones breaking and as uh you see this lady kind of comes up uh, it will kind of be in the middle of you three so i think it's uh it'll go Druk, wendigo joshua so as she like approaches behind wendigo she'll, you'll hear a cough <clears throat> uh, and is still like looking at Druk. uh excuse me Yes, ma'am. Uh, you all don't look like you're from here, new to town. Yep. Ah, well, uh, name's Helen. Helen Trollbane. Uh, 
You all are capable of a, of a good fight, yes? I'm gonna be real. I know I am, but these guys are kind of... I don't know. Let me hear look. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capable of a fight? What are y'all looking for? Do you need fighters or investigators? Uh, a little bit of both, you see. Uh, there's a... Uh, I believe I know the suspect to some recent killings in the Ten Towns. And I am way past my um, professional days, but it doesn't mean I can't help out by finding someone who can. Why are you taking this information to the guards? They don't believe me. They won't do anything about it. What do they say? Not even the Council of Speakers can be bothered. Because they don't believe that the killer is real or they don't believe who you suspect is the killer? They don't believe it's worth their time with what's been going on. But I think this is connected somehow. Oh. It's one of those. Okay. Well, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. At university, we had to deal with all kinds of people who would just draw... You know, random conclusions of things drawn together. Uh, the, you know, precursors were all lizard people and all that sort of thing. Anyways, I'm used to dealing with all of that. I'm willing to look into it. I have a higher priority in that any points to the snowshoes on his back. I got, I took these dwarven snowshoes and I need to return them. But first I got to go get their sled back. After that, I'll look at your uh, conspiracy theory board. That's... That's fine. I, I, if you're willing to assist, I'll have you know I'll pay a uh, hundred gold pieces to apprehend, assern uh, his guilt, and deal with him, preferably without involving the authorities. When the job is done, I'll give you your money. And Hold that's up. fine if it takes. Why do you money. prefer a hundred, hundred and fifty if we don't involve the authorities? Hmm. Why don't we just kill him if he's guilty anyway? Do it the way you wish. I I don't mind as long as he's taken care of, if you know what I mean. And she's like, looks like she's trying to hint something that you all would know, but maybe for Wendigo and Joshua, it doesn't really get through about what she's really saying here. Um... <laughs> Fine. I'm willing to be an investigator, not a hitman. <laughs> 150, and you have a deal. Alright. We'll look into it. Well, come uh, to my booth, I'll, I'll tell you what I know. Wait, why can't we talk about it right here at the bar? What's in your booth? Oh, well, just it's more comfortable. I get to sit, you get to sit. I, I can give it to you, fine. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've been sitting It is coming to me. Drew is an utter asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That is fine. What uh, if we talked and walked about this? Hey, hey. Uh, it's very cold outside. I don't want to go out there. Uh, but, uh, yes, who I believe is at fault is a Sephic Caltro. 
worked for a small traveling merchant company called Torgs, owned and operated by a shady dwarf named uh, Torga Icevein. Hold up. Yeah. Let me make sure I'm drawing your, your conspiracy diagram correctly in my brain. There was yeah. this one name that was real hard. I'm going to need that one in writing. What was that first one? Sephic Caltro. Okay. Sephic Caltro is working for this Torg guy? Uh, yes. And but we think Sephic Caltro is the one who is doing the murders. Yes. He gets around. He's charming and makes friends easily. He's also Torg's bodyguard, so I'm guessing he's good with a blade. And what's your evidence that Sevek Caltro is the one committing these murders? Well, I followed Torg for a 10-day as I moved from town to town. Quite the devious little enterprise, but that's not my concern. What's Wait, are there murders happening with these ice slivers through people's hearts? They're happening in the other 10 towns too as well? Yes, yes. Three. Not victims. all just in Brinchander. No, that's the most recent one. Okay, where were the other two? The other two? Yes. The first one, a halfling trapper in East Haven. Mm -hmm. The next, a human shipbuilder, shipbuilder in Targos. And then three days ago, better you sent, here in Bryn Chandir, a dwarf glassblower. Each what was the time frame between the two initial murders? It was uh, within that 10 days. Within a 10 day. Yes. Within it's a making 10 day. good time. It doesn't take too long to travel between the it's 10 towns if you know a good route and it's a lucky day for you if the Frost Maiden doesn't give you trouble. The Frost Maiden. Okay. Yes. And is the separate culture a powerful wizard? No, I don't believe he's a wizard, but uh, it what struck me is how comfortable he was in this weather. No coat, no scarf, no gloves. It was like the cold couldn't touch him. Kiss of the Frost Maiden indeed. Just definitely nodding, but also it was like, honestly, it's not as cold here as people said. I, I'm a little unimpressed. <laughs> But yes, his victims come from the only three towns that sacrifice people to the Frost Maiden on nights of the new moon. What? Mm. What are they sacrificing? You, you, don't, you don't know. East Haven and Targo sacrifice people to the Frost Maiden? Yes, we do it here too. Uh, the council decides. This is what? what passes for civilized mm. behavior in Nightwind Dale. My, like he's like scrolling through like his references. Like, what? Uh, how recent is this practice? Uh, relatively recent, after the harsh winter and continued winter that we're having here. Uh, we, there are drawings, and I believe maybe these victims find a way out of to keep their names out of the drawings and Sephic found out they were cheating so he killed them. Maybe, just maybe, Sephic is doing the Frost Maiden's work. Not so strange. 
I've heard of a town called Maysville that has been successful by sacrificing to Bane. Yes, it's something the council had voted on. They, every town sacrifices something every new moon. That's nuts. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to look into that. Let's um, rest up for the night real quick and let's go look for that, that sled. That's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, for your help and uh good luck don't thank me yet but I will take the luck (laughs) Hmm? you see as uh Helen Trollbane she'll get up uh and begin uh making her way out of the north look as you all sit sit here in the booth what do you all do I'm gonna drink that mead, the, the ale, ale, and try not to smell the raw fish that was handed to Wendigo. <laughs> I don't know you guys. Uh, I said you guys. I did. I didn't do it last episode. <laughs> this episode that was the first episode. I didn't say you guys, but I just did it. Um, uh, in my my village, we used uh, a cornucopia for a uh, sacrifices and stuff. I don't know why they would have to use bodies. Yeah, that seems awfully strange to me as well. Uh, Or bodies. All of the above, frankly, sacrifice in general is really awkward and barbaric, but I don't know how y'all do it on the mainland, so I don't question too much. They're killing people. That's weird. And uh, we should look into that. With the fruits, you could sacrifice and use the energy of the fruits, and then they transfer. You're, You're thinking from a very physical, very, you know, brain kind of thinking while while the corticopia sacrifices the energy from the fruits goes out to the gods and we show them our appreciation hey hey okay okay i'll yeah just an understanding that idea it's always good to learn new cultures and stuff no tell me anytime you have these insights please share them unless it's the bubbles don't don't share those yes We have a good laugh. Team <laughs> fades. And as you all sit here and kind of drink uh, and enjoy yourselves through the night, is there anything that you all do in particular or talk about in particular before heading off to bed to take a long rest? All right. They said that sled was out to the northeast. I've got some snow snowshoes. Um, y'all just, I don't assume y'all are going to have any problems out in the weather. Um, We'll meet up here in the morning. Y'all, I don't know, go sleep in a dumpster or something. I'm going to get a room. And I'll see you then. Very well. Does it disappear? No. Okay. Uh, my bird, Drake, helps build this really, really fancy uh, tent. It has heating and everything. It's like he just hooks it up. He's very mechanically yeah. capable. <laughs> yeah, you see as Drake like almost like a uh, magic trick pulls things out from underneath each of his wings to set up this tent um, right next to the inn and lights uh, helps you light your fire in the center. Uh, and you see as Drake says, "Oh, Joshua, uh, uh, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll keep the fire tented too. Uh, 
We haven't, you know, we've, we've been mostly on our own for quite some time. What, it has been. It's been nice socializing again, right? Yeah. It reminds me of the good old days with the, with the hunting party. Uh, I wonder what happened yeah. to everyone. He looks down and looks really sad for a second, takes a deep breath or take a deep inhale and then just oh. exhales it all out. Oh, you did God. good. You did good, Drake. It was a really good tent. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, uh, don't be sad. Remember? Uh, be happy. Yeah. 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 Be happy. He's yeah. dying inside completely, but putting on a happy face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm good for bed. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll keep the fire going. And uh, I you know can rely on you. Anytime, Joshua. Uh, and he like works on the fire uh, throughout the night. Um, when to go? How how do you go to bed? Do you do you get a room? Do you um, um, bear it out in the cold? Well, I think before he goes and does anything else, you'd like to kind of separately go back to the bar if unless he's like closed for the night. Um, is the bartender still there? Yeah, yeah, he's still Are there. He, he's working. He's gonna kind of approach and just say, um, have you heard any rumors lately? Uh, well, yeah, a lot of people come from all over to ten towns to, to come and, uh, to come in, uh, uh, and, and share things that are happening around. Uh, do you want to know something or? Yes, I'm searching for a ship, a lost ship called the Dark Duchess. Oh, Have you heard of her? No, I haven't heard of her. Um, a ship? Had, well, uh, like a big one or? Yes, it was. Uh, you have any oh. sailors come through here or no? Not in not in quite some time since the last summer we had uh, if uh, it's a ship you're looking for it's probably out in the sea of moving ice there are some ships out there mm -hmm. quite far from the ten towns but uh, just you know be prepared for anything I guess are there any towns near there closest town is probably Bremen it's uh Right past Targos, if you you head out uh, west, or actually north. Sorry. Very well, Master Innkeeper. Thank you. He gives you, uh, or he takes out a gold coin and puts it on the counter. Oh, and uh, thank you. Did Did you want to hear the other rumors? Or, or no, just is that all you wanted? Do you, you have anything else to tell? I I do, in fact. Lots of stories to be told. Well, first, let me figure out which one is best to tell you. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, I here in Tourmaline, Speaker Math Matthew disclosed one of the town's lucrative gem mines. Apparently, a gang of kobolds crept into the mines and endangered some of the miners. I had one in here last week, uh, last 10 day. Uh, anyone who clears out the, of the mine can expect to be well compensated. Also, in Goodmead, 
I heard that the town speaker was recently killed by a nine-foot-tall giant. Rumor has it that the giant stole a shipment of honeymead, which, without, uh, without it, uh, a, a few of the taverns might go dry. But unfortunately, I have some good deals, so I won't be one of those few. Very good. Yeah, mm. a lot of you, stories to tell. You suspect that any of those gems have made their way into the? Uh, local economy oh he's you're well uh i don't believe so and no one's been in there for quite some time hmm. yeah the kobolds have locked it all up oh yeah. i see yeah. thought some of them were stolen for some reason <laughs> who's giving these stories sorry i just got back from the bio break oh uh the um innkeeper so okay. wendigo is just asking the innkeeper about kind of what he's heard um, and he, you know, as an innkeeper, you have a lot of stories that you hear, um, especially in Bryn Shandir, as this is commonplace for other people, residents of other towns to come and trade at the uh, the main market, per se. All right. Where the two sides of the ten towns connect. So we have the mines are blocked off by kobolds. In, and okay, yeah, it, that's in... That's in uh, Tourmaline, in Goodmead, uh, stolen shipment of honeymead by a nine-foot-tall giant who recently killed the town speaker. Uh, and then you also learned earlier about Ker Konig uh, and what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Man, so we have a lot of leads. Yeah, a lot of leads. It's, it's, what was the one in Ker Konig? Uh, so basically, local establishments have been kind of beset by vandals and thieves um, that sulk about unseen. The town speaker, a dragonborn, could really use some help catching these thieves and vandals. So basically, invisible thieves and vandals. I'm going to ask the chat which job we should take. And we're back with Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Maiden, last we left off, the party was at the North Look um, with Joshua, staying outside in a tent uh, with Drake, his uh, raven companion. Yeah, raven, or they get the species Hawaiian, uh, crow. Hawaiian, Hawaiian crow. Uh, and we have uh Druk, who got his own room at uh in the end and then wendigo who, who decided to speak with the tavern keeper um throughout the night and kind of fell asleep at the bar and as you all wake up in your respective places to a new day um you all gain the benefits of a long rest uh but in addition you kind of come into the inn and have a nice um breakfast uh and it is uh, an assortment of eggs, a biscuit, uh, and then we also have some sausage as well. All cooked. What do you all do as you all find your way grumbling in the morning? Uh, again, the cold does not let up here in Bryn Shandir. It is still just as cold as yesterday. Um, and Joshua, as you awake and you look up into the night sky, you can, can see an or uh 
a streaks of light. Uh, or uh, Borealis. Yes, thank you. Or Borealis. 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 Um, in the night sky. Uh, and it kind of fades as kind of day comes to. Um, but you do see that as you kind of wake up under the... Uh, uh, Aurora. That's the word. Aurora. 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 I'll be saying Areola. in this. Yeah. Areola. Aurora. Definitely no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> This is a different (laughs) thing. Uh, As you all awake again and are here in the North Lick Inn, where do you all decide to go? Yeah, we need to figure out which of these quest lines we want to go down. Yeah, feel free to talk about it in character and whatever works for you all. I'm going to go find my person that I'm supposed to be bodyguarding. Yeah. You find uh, <laughs> Druk as he comes down the, the stairs, looks pretty well rested uh, as he stayed in the comfort of a nice warm room in the North Look. So it sounds like they also might have stayed in some nice warm accommodations. Druk is, though, enjoying his continental breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua is totally sneaked in for the free continental breakfast because he's he stayed in a tent. <laughs> he's one of those guys. <laughs> and the bird's going crazy too. Like uh, Drake is all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? These are some nice eggs. As you see him like sitting at the end of uh, kind of this pot that they're being served out of and just pecking at the eggs. Uh, and then you see as the bark, get, get out of here, bird. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Can't hey. Be pecking he's with me. Food. He's with me. That's fine. He can have some of your food. He doesn't have to peck this. You know, people eat out of this. Oh, he's really clean. They're actually, if you've looked up scientifically, they're actually very clean birds. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know much about birds. Whatever. I'll trust you. So, uh, Druk's definitely grabbing that food and then going right back up to the room. And uh, is going we to be. We trail behind. We totally. Or yeah. I totally trail yeah. behind. Without you. We just kind of automatically <laughs> assume we're, we're, we're trailing you without you saying yeah. summoned. You know, I'm summoning y'all or anything. So yeah, he's yeah. absolutely doing like ritual casting, find familiar to go ahead and call his weasel companion into mm-hmm. play. Okay. What does your weasel companion look like? And do you have a name for them? I don't yet. Do you someone okay. have a name generator on spin dial? I have my sheet open. Let me see. You could go with. Oh, these are terrible names. Yeah. <laughs> go with one of those. It's gonna be better. Than that. Like, <laughs> I was like, send Dallas bomb tradey. <laughs> uh, How come I'm the only one who didn't get a pet? Right. <laughs> it's not. It's not too late. You can imagine one now. And then all of a sudden, he claps his hands twice, and then a bear comes out of the forest. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What subclasses you go? Barbarian. Yeah. No, it's subclass. Oh, uh, Path of the Beast. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you are your own be That's true. Yeah. Uh, as Gilly appears uh, from uh, your shoulder. It's definitely going to be albino, like, weasel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You kind of conjure up a little weasel kind of appears, um, uh, kind of, almost like magically coming through, um, 
your uh, jacket kind of lands on your shoulder and just kind of perches up there, looks around, looks back towards Joshua and Wendigo and kind of tugs at you, um, Druk, and like points backwards. Like, boop, boop. Yep. Yeah, they're, um, keep an eye on them. You see his, uh, Gilly will nod. Her. He's kind of looking. She. Intent, or she is looking intently at Joshua and Wendigo. No. Uh, uh, he then gets, uh, Drake to uh, introduce himself to the weasel who's on guard. Jacob. Hey, uh, uh, Gilly, uh, my name's Drake. Uh, I'm with Joshua. Uh, we've been traveling together for quite some time. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, Gilly so. minimally understands all of this, but definitely an attack voice. And like looking back, I'm like, can I eat it? And I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, uh, yeah, th thanks for not eating me. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, but I'm not really, uh... No, uh, wor no worries, just remember, you live at our pleasure. Oh. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, did you did you want me to say anything else, Joshua? No, fortunately, that's all. <laughs> we just wanted to see you play yeah, two characters yeah. and have them talk to each other. <laughs> oh. Ah. Uh, not just not, just, <laughs> all right, all right, I'll just... Come on back and tuck into your armpit where it's nice and warm. And you just oh, come, on in. come on in. Man. Oh, this is great. So we go upstairs. <laughs> are you, uh, well, we're I mean, up here. This is all in. This we're is all in. Drama here. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> uh, true. Can, uh, are, are you sure I'm not able to eat the bird? I want to eat the bird. What bird? The, the one in his armpit. Oh, the weasel's talking to me. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see. This is Gilly. It's like, um, not yet. Ah. Uh, yeah. Do I hear that, that, or is it just between y'all two? But if it acts you... up or does anything I don't like, you can eat it. Oh, great, 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 great. He says uh, out loud. <laughs> yeah. Joshua, you can hear uh, Dr Druk's side of the conversation. Uh, right. You can't hear uh, Gilly's side of her side of the conversation. You just hear. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Normally you can hear animals talk, but this one it's different. So, um, I believe we have a sled to fetch, and then. I'm thinking we're going to head up to Tourmaline and uh, figure out what's going on with those kobolds in that ca cave. Uh, because that sounded lucrative. Everyone else sounds like a bunch of bums who can't solve their own problems. What if we try doing both and we ride the sled to the other place in hope that there's not going to be any yeti attacks? Are you going to pull my sled? Ooh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, well, we'll crash the sled in here. So we want to do the sled. I, it's the one that we've clicked accept on. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to leave out that... Drew's getting ready to leave out that north gate. He's not definitely not, like, dressed enough for the cold. He's got, like, a, like a low coat. Like, it's, like, going to be, like, in the 50s. 
But he's walking out into like the snows of Icewind Dale. Joshua and Wendigo, what are you doing? Um, yeah, definitely following behind. Probably just following in line again. <laughs> While walking offers him a few uh, breathing exercises and whatnot to just really get your head clear before we start the day. I want to see this role played out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Droogle acts. Like, give me, give me instructions here. Like, what's Druk doing? Druk, uh, hey. So one of the things that really helps clear your mind is this thing called dragon breath. And what you do is you just breathe in and out of your nose really fast, really quick for about a minute, and then it clears out your whole head. And you can do it while you're walking, and then it allows you to focus on what you're doing in the task ahead. Hey, hey. Huh? What a funny practice your people have. That sounds a whole lot like hyperventilating, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it just gives it his all. It's too hard. Just trying. Like, no, no, you don't try. You just you let it happen. You see as Gilly is like on your uh, shoulder and she's also doing this breathing exercise with you and you see her take really big breaths and excel really big and big breath in, big breath out. Just in synchronization to you, Druk, as you're all walking and Joshua is telling you that this is not the correct way of doing things. You all find yourselves outside of the North Gate as you are let out by the uh, guards here in Brinchander, and you are back in Icewind Dale here, and we'll you'll see this little red X describing where you guys are coming from. So, as you all uh, make your way out the North Gate, and mm -hmm. we're walking out the North Gate. Yeah, uh, you do okay. have snowshoes, okay. um, which kind of help with this dense snow. Um, they're kind of these, uh, they're kind of small on Wendigo and uh, Joshua's feet, but they, they still work the same as they're kind of these nets almost that kind of spread out your weight easily enough so you don't sink directly in the snow. Uh, and as you can kind of hear the crunch of the snow under your feet and the breathing exercises continue as you head out um, towards where you... Uh, believe uh, the dwarves left the sled. As you all continue um, for a uh, for two hours, kind of out here um, and just uh, white snow, uh, no forestry or animal life in sight right now. As you're walking, um, and as you continue to walk around uh, this uh, the second mile here. You feel and see as your visibility reduces by 20 feet, as the snow begins to fall faster and the wind begins to blow harder from the north. Uh, you uh, can see a large uh, pile of rocks, almost like a mountain kind of out here uh, in the northwest almost, uh, disappear from sight. Visibility is now... Uh, very uh, short uh, and the blowing wind and blowing snow and howling wind engulf around you three uh, you see as Gilly she'll kind of kind of tuck in uh, and stick out of your pocket um, she doesn't look too bothered by it and neither do you um, Druk uh, but uh, Wendigo and uh, and Joshua you feel this kind of heavy cold and howling wind uh, what do you all do? Drew's unbothered. He keeps going. Can I um, possibly try to tell what exactly is happening here with the natural sure. surroundings or like yeah, investigate? Yeah, make a nature check. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, nature check. All right, six. Six. Well, luckily for you, the DCs aren't very high, and <laughs> you can easily enough and tell, as you've heard and seen, and probably experienced before, that this is a blizzard, and it, it looks is like cold up there. Is yeah, it is cold. Is is dropped the temperature a bit here, and you can't really sense on how long this blizzard will last. But if you know, if you press on, there might be difficulty in knowing where to go, or difficulty with just pushing forward entirely. Hmm. Okay. What is Joshua doing? He's tried to avoid the cold. Um, reaches into his sack and he has like. 10 good berries that he would like to hand out to everybody, which are just 1 HP per good berry. When it comes to the cold, he's just kind of gritting it. He has the bird tied right under his armpit as usual, but tighter and held tighter underneath his arm. Okay, so you kind of uh, tuck uh, Drake in. Oh, oh, it's wind's blowing very fast. I don't think I can fly in this weather. Hands him a good berry. Oh, thank you. (laughs) He just like swallows it whole. I love those. But, uh, Rook, as you push on, you, you are pretty much unbothered by by this. But the rest of you, um, the rest of you are uh, kind of bothered by this heavy blizzard that's coming through. And as you try to follow Druk, Druk actually disappears at some point as they are able to kind of move further along. Wendigo and Joshua, as you two stand in this uh, low... Visual, like uh, visibility uh, blizzard and, and continue to try to press on. What do you two do? Search for Druk. Yeah, I can help you with guidance on their search. Yeah, guidance. That'll add a D4. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check at... Yeah, just make me a perception check at disadvantage. Okay. But with your plus D4, yeah. Five. All right. Yeah, you you with a five, you look around and you see as the tracks that Druk was making has now disappeared. Druk, you gain the sense that you that your ally, your oh, I guess I'm not describing as allies yet, but your the people that you've been traveling with have seemed to have not be behind you anymore. You don't hear their footsteps on the snow anymore, uh, and you like look back for a second and you can see. Their figures going the opposite direction, kind of backwards here. And I hate to break it to y'all, but Druk's an asshole. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> somebody guard you is <laughs> just keeps going. Do Joshua and I still see each other? Are yeah, we still yeah, together yeah. Or you, are we yeah, yeah. Just... You, you, you still are together. Okay. Druk seems to have pushed forward. I don't know why he didn't want to hold our hands. It works really well. (laughs) (laughs) This is inconvenient. (laughs) But we weren't expecting Duke to be the least biggest wuss out here. (laughs) Oh, can I do uh, Long Strider and take me and... uh, What's the Wendigo's name? Uh, Wendigo. Oh, it's just Wendigo. Okay. (laughs) And take Wendigo with the long strider to catch up to him to kind of run the same direction we were going. I'll have you make me a survival check here. Ooh. Yeah, you cast long strider, so you'll take that spell slot. You grab Wendigo, and do do you say anything to Wendigo, or you just grab grab him and run? 
I just, uh, I guess, let's see. God, he's so gross. I, uh, but what is my character like? <laughs> this <laughs> bloody deer head and human body or something. <laughs> so he grips him under his arm like he has the bird. So he has the bird and he has the and the and Wendigo under the other arm and does long strider with both. <laughs> uh, okay. As you kind of run uh, through the snow, through uh, this blizzard, you're able uh, to, to run and catch up to Druk as Druk you can hear footsteps quickly coming behind you and you see uh, Joshua kind of looking very fast you see Joshua's feet moving very quickly and Wendigo under one arm and Drake under the other oh good you made it I was afraid you were useless we go a little bit further past (laughs) (laughs) as as you kind of step further ahead your launch rider lasts quite a bit I will keep what you have here and you continue uh, for another hour through and the blizzard begins to let up uh, and it seems that everything has uh, kind of died down almost. And as you, uh, as the blizzard uh, kind of uh, uh, lightens up and just becomes a normal kind of snowy day, your vision comes back and you can now see uh, the white snow ahead of you. And in the snow, you uh, begin to, to see a dismembered corpse in the gully in front of you. You see that snow covers some of the gory bits but the headless torso and severed limbs are visible from the snow. You see tracks in the snow all around the corpse and the telltale grooves in the snow left behind by a sled that has been hauled away. Finally, some good food. All right, whatever. But I'm looking around at the like various streaks and stuff like that. Does I guess first and foremost, like, does it look like the head was cut off with a blade or ripped off like by a monster, like grabbing yeah, that type of make shit? A, make a uh, wisdom or medicine check. Oh, how did you get uh, a zero? The, oh, yeah. the, you, you see that the, uh, <laughs> Uh, with a zero, <laughs> you see the bodies have been uh, see the snow like kind of take hold the, the blood is kind of n- nowhere in the body as it's been almost completely drained and looks kind of gray you've never seen a body this dismantled uh, and it's vampires y'all <laughs> you believe is what you wish All right, I'm gonna look and I'm gonna study the tracks. Yeah, and try and figure out which way the place went. I'm gonna investigate and try and follow those tracks. Is that is that a thing? Yeah, I can yeah, do? yeah. You can definitely roll me an investigation check real quick. Do we see walls? So hey, you see, as most of this blizzard has covered these tracks, you can you can't make out what have made these tracks, but you can tell that they head southward. What are you saying, Chris? I was 
asking, do we see the body or do we see, or we see only the body or with it? Uh, make me a survival check. Let's see. 21. Yeah. 21. Nice. So with a 21, uh, you can tell that this body is dwarvish. Uh, and you can see that the the arms are no longer no longer here uh, as you kind of dig around for a bit. And you see uh, most of the internal organs are missing as well. Uh, and you do find, as you dig in the snow, a severed head of a uh, a uh, of a dwarf. Um, and you can see it uh, kind of gray and, and drained of its blood. Um, and yeah, and then you also spot the tracks that uh, you see as Druk is kind of looking at already. And so they, you said and south. You, yeah, yeah. And you can tell as you look at the tracks, uh, you can kind of smell them uh, with your keen senses as a Wendigo. You can tell that they're pretty fresh made in the past hour these these this track leading southward this detect magic and see if there's any kind of like magic uh on them that they got hit with or any kind of like foul play with magic mm. so you know that detect magic doesn't really wouldn't be able to detect would be able to take like magical spells or like current magical things like not really not backtracking yeah yeah you can't really okay, okay. Backtrack. yeah i'll then let you make a what about a perception yeah, of it yeah, or something you can make a nature check to see okay. kind of what what's happened here or what has, could cause this 12 well so easily enough you can tell and look and you kind of think of all the possible creatures that it may be that you've heard of in uh in your your village as well as kind of in your training uh and knowledge of of beasts and the only creature that you could think of that could do this to this dwarvish body would be a yeti goddamn yetis scented masters (laughs) but you as well can really tell what the tracks are um wendigo as you kind of look uh you sniff the tracks and you can smell humanoids on them. About These tracks look fresh. Six of them. Be on your guard. I think they're still around. Seems like. You you know that the Yeti was the one who killed the dwarf. You wouldn't you do and not then- see any other tracks other than the small humanoid tracks that lead southward. As well as what looks to be a cart tracks or sled tracks. Well, it looks All like right. somebody carried this sled away, but we could also try to find the creature that did this. We're here to find the sled, not the creature. Let's follow those tracks. Did I just say something? No, that yeah. sounds fair enough. Fair enough. Paradoxal. <laughs> Oh, that sounds good to me. Can, can I have the bird uh, pickpocket and see if there's anything in the bodies? I won't touch them, but the bird will. Yeah, yeah, I'll get in there real good. I'm going to dive in. Oh, God. <laughs> Jumps into the body, goes around, comes out all bloody. Nope, nothing here. 
Oh God, I, I just bit their pockets. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, check those dudes up in there. Ah, the body's pickly. <laughs> also, he didn't have much. Uh, uh, so he has no arms. How do you have no you. arms? I can imagine having no wings. And he, uh, you see uh, Drake diving in the snow, kind of rub uh, a little bit, get some snow on him to shake off any blood, uh, any bits of blood, and kind of hops back into your armpit. Ah, nice and warm. Excellent. Nice and warm. Yes. Hi -ho. Yeah, maybe we go get this sled. See what trouble we can run into. Hey. 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 Boo -boo. Oh, I've been getting it wrong. My bad. Hey. Hey. All right. As you Wait, all. What was that, Wendigo? I like that. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I hey. said hey. Hey. Boo. Boo. I don't know why it just came to my head. Oh, it's hey. Hey. And then. Boo. -boo. It could be like a call and response, Joshua. You say, hey, I'll say boo-boo. You know? How's that sound? Yeah, how's it sound? Hey, hey. Boo-boo. Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's good. We got to work with that. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going. We're going. There. Look. Uh, and Druke, I would assume you would be the first to kind of walk in the direction of the tracks. For sure. But when not paying any attention to this yeah. bullshit. <laughs> when to go, you Long will... Strider again! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not too far. Okay. Um, if you want to cast Long Strider, you, you may. Um, it's totally up to you. About right, about right. Uh, and as you all make your way down southward, following the tracks that... Wendigo, you're able to kind of sniff out and make out. You all head about 30 minutes down south, and you can hear some grunting and groaning and cursing as you can see creatures that you've been following appear to be goblins based on their stature. All six of them uh, are grunting, groaning, and cursing loudly as they go, Come on! Boo! Boo! You sucker! Come! As they're yelling at each other, as they haul their bulky sled towards what appears to be a 20-foot-tall wagon parked in the snow. Harnessed to this uh, wagon are two rolling polar bears that don't look happy. So as you see these six creatures grunting, Come on, come on, pull, pull! Uh, you all are about 20 feet behind the sled, and you can see that the wagon is in that uh, the the wagon with the polar bears is 120 feet further still. So we're kind of running this through their mind. So the sled is right in the middle, 120 feet uh, is you guys, sled, 120 feet, wagon. Does that make sense? Yeah, Drew's absolutely okay. going to like signal back, like, shh, be quiet. Um, yeah, yeah, they don't seem to notice you as they're pulling. Come on, come on, pull! It might even like message back, be like, is it normal for goblins to be polar bear tamers out here? I'll let anyone make a history check to to see what they would know about Dicewind Dale and goblins having polar bears. Anyone else like to make a check? But Druk, you would know that this is a bit uncommon. Oh wow, and Wendigo, you would too. You've you've dealt with goblins before, um, mostly in uh, feasting, uh, and. 
Wendigo, you know that goblins use creatures for their own benefit and most of the time don't treat them well. Uh, and you think this is a similar situation. Drew, you would know uh, and heard of goblins as well doing the same thing. Um, but uh, you would believe that maybe the goblins are giving something to the polar bears to get their favor. But as you look, you see the, go the polar bears don't look very happy. They don't look like they want to be here, but they're just kind of strapped to this wagon here. I'd like to wild shape into a polar bear. Okay. <laughs> so you wild shape into the polar bear. Uh, just mark that off. And you now use the polar bear stat block. So if you go to extras uh, and just add uh, manage extras, uh, you can add a uh, wild shape and then look up polar bear. Okay. Yeah. So as you see, uh, as you both talk, uh, Druk and Wendigo, you see as uh, uh, Joshua uh, turns into this polar bear. Uh, what would you say Joshua looks like? Well, he is a very white polar bear, probably around uh, six feet, seven foot tall or seven foot big, uh, easily 400 pounds of just bulk muscle and fur and whatnot um probably a wicked scar on his eye so you could tell who's who yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just see as he turns into a polar bear here uh what are the rest of you doing i'm gonna hide and watch i want to follow <laughs> to wherever their polar bears are gonna pull this carriage this is my ultimate plan whether or not that ends up working out is like worst case scenario, I get some entertainment. All right. So as you all uh, see the polar bear walk up, you you guys are just trailing behind. Uh, it seems that the goblins are more concerned about pulling this wagon here. I'll say that you guys get another. Um, you guys uh, get another thirty feet closer, so you're now ninety feet behind the sled uh, as they're pulling. Uh, and they're they're moving much at a, a much slower pace. They they just move twenty feet. Um, so you're uh, now about uh, one ten and in, in kind of difference. Um, and yeah, with a even stealth check is not necessary here as they 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 seem more concerned about the wagon. They don't they don't seem any of them seem to have noticed you yet. So they're about one hundred and ten. You said. 110 yeah okay and now they're about 100 feet away from the wagon uh you guys are moving faster than them so up to you all on how you want this to be done they're not riding the wagon they're just like around it no they're yeah they're around it pulling it you see four of them um at the front like pulling them with rope two of them at the back pushing it i'm gonna pull out a javelin and throw it try to throw it max distance Okay, so you're throwing it at, uh, you're throwing 120. it at one twenty, and so you're yeah. throwing it at the ones at the front or the rear, because um, the rear ones are closer to you. The rear ones. The rear ones. Okay, as they're yeah. like pushing against it. Um, they're aiming for a hole in one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make yeah. a, an attack roll. Since it's not max distance, it'll just be. A regular attack roll. First attack roll of the one shot. 
What are you, the rest of you doing? The two of you. As you see, when to go take out a javelin and chuck it. I'm really trying to stealth. I wanted to follow these guys to wherever their base camp was, but basically you just see mm -hmm. like plan A falling by the wayside in Druk's eyes. <laughs> Sorry. Wendigo doesn't stealth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is gonna be funny. So as uh you kind of dive and duck down, Druk and kind of nestle yourself into the cracks and kind of use the snow to your uh environment. Uh I will have hold on, let me I'm gonna need to do there real quick. Copy that. Give me one second, give me one second. Okay. Just to have you all on the map um for really initiative order good. purposes. Uh so yeah. So uh I was unable to add bear as my uh extra. Uh do, are you trying to add bear or polar bear? Uh either one. There's no bear, it doesn't seem like. Here, let me give me one second. I mean that's with wild shape. I could do beast maybe, I don't know. Let me see. But yeah, wild shape it doesn't have bear. Right. I added it. Uh, refresh your page and you should see it now. Okay. I'll say uh, just remove the multi-attack that's on there. Just don't consider that for balance purposes. Okay. So you yeah. added it to mine? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, oh, this is actually... Oh. Daruk, your rolls. What's happening? Yeah, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, Joshua, roll for initiative whenever you get the chance. Okay. What? It was the burrito. <laughs> I brought you bad luck. Hey. Yeah. I had a nat 20, but I got minus one because I have minus one on initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. They got the same thing. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, so, Joshua, you see as when to go... Uh, brings out this uh, javelin and it is about to throw it. You are, uh, I'll say, eighty feet from the action here. Uh, what are what are you uh, doing? As you see behind you and here, when to go, bring out his javelin and ready to just chuck it. Well, um, he's kind of. I, I kind of would see that Joshua would be kind of distancing himself already to kind of blend in with that group. The, the whole intention is just to kind of get a surprise attack at this point to kind of blend in and then attack someone on the next next to him without them noticing because they think he's on their side or something. Okay. Um, I'll let you make a... So you can make a stealth check, which is going to be uh, dexterity for the polar bear, or you can make a deception check using Joshua's score um, since you keep your mental traits in your wild shape. Okay, so, so it up was... to you and how you want to go about this. Are you trying to stealth? deceive them or just try to blend into the white snow? Okay. Um, I think deceive just because it's zero either way. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, just roll <laughs> deception then. Okay. 
so as you um, kind of tuck into the snow and kind of gr- turn and growl at Wendigo, you see as the goblins turn around, and as the goblins turn around, you see a uh, you see a javelin fly across the sky and just go straight through the chest of the one of the goblins um, that is uh, is pushing the cart and they fall. So now five goblins remain near the cart. Uh, and uh, you see as they fall and you see the goblins go, uh, and they will not get to act as that was a surprise for them. Druk, you're up. As you see, your plan fall through. You seem to not be noticed. You are, in all intents and purposes, hidden here as you kind of tuck into the snow and your stealth check. Uh, and you see as they're more concerned with the, the big windigo that just threw a javelin and not really you. They don't really seem to notice you all too much. What is what does Drew do? How much yeah. stronger does the goblin boss look than the other goblins? Uh, you haven't seen it yet. It, okay. It, these All these goblins around the cart look about the same. Uh, you do see individuals uh, inside the wagon that they're trying to get to. Um, but you don't... You can't really get a good... Drew's going to wait late him. here yeah. and wait until he can see whoever's in charge. Mm, okay. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to ready an action? Are you ready an action when you see them? Sure. I'm going to cast a spell. Levitate. Ooh, okay. Cool. Uh, is there a distance on that spell? Just curious. 60. 60. Okay. So and Do I need uh, to close in a little bit? Yeah, yeah, you need to close in a little bit um, to, to be able to do that. Do you? No. No, I won't ready an action. I'll just wait here and uh, skip my turn. Okay, cool. Uh, and top of the round, Joshua. Uh, it seems that uh, the goblin's looking at Hey, you're not one of us! Blow the horn! Blow it! Blow it! And you see one of the goblins like at the front scrambling uh, to get the horn out. Uh, what are you doing, Joshua? Okay. Um, now, am I a talking bear? Because <laughs> I've been waiting <laughs> for it. Hey, boo-boo! <laughs> yes, you're a talking bear. <laughs> You're a talking polar bear. God damn, that was a long ass setup to get here. <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> as a polar bear, um, he goes charging after him to kind of stop him from grabbing the horn. Or I was thinking that, or the raven Drake goes and tries to disarm him, but I don't know how that would work. Because to me, it would be either way. It's just for flavor with Drake. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately the distance that you would have to get to the front, you would not be able to make it in your, what is your speed? Uh, speed is in bear form. 40, 40 feet. Yeah. Cause you're about 60 feet away. So you'd just oh. be short to try to smack it. And again, uh, since Drake isn't, you can't cast summon beasts to, yeah, because you're in bear form. Yeah. Yeah. So neither of those plans will work out. Uh, so who is but, near me? Um, so there is there is a goblin that was pushing the cart, who was not the one that got that got um, kebobbed by the by the Wendigo that is alive, and you just see him scared. Just ah fuck 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 fuck. Uh, you see it 
turn or like like fun like try to get out a weapon <clears throat> okay um well and how far is the wagon like it's 120 feet past that one uh no it's uh, now like a hundred uh feet now now by, by now about we'll say 80 feet from the wagon and the wagon you are uh 40 feet from the wagon okay then i would like to retrieve the wagon oh the right, sorry not the feet? wagon the oh 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 the, oh, the, oh, the, oh, the, the sled yeah, yeah yeah the sled okay so, yeah, um, do, then so there's no one at the sled he got impaled there's, there's five five goblins still at the sled okay so i'll take opportunity attack or they would have opportunity attacks if i move near them or in front of them um you move past them okay you can um, still probably try to wrestle it away from them yeah i'll try to do that you might if be i can i don't know if i have the you said i was 40 feet away right yeah 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 so you, okay. you can get to the back of the cart not the front where the other goblins are before okay. the the four goblins are in the front ones at the back then i'd like to just like uh let's see claw at the one that's on the furthest in the back on the sled sure. yeah we'll claw attack as you rush up forward kind of stand up in your polar bear form and what do you say hey boo boo <laughs> Go ahead and make your uh, attack roll. <laughs> God, that's kind of terrifying to, to rethink in your head. Yeah. <laughs> a bear, hey, boo -boo. Oh, oh claws at your back. You. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you what does it look like as as you just dismantle this goblet here and, and kill him? Oh, it's it's like a leap. <laughs> so he takes like a, a seven foot leap and lunge okay. with his claws like uh outward uh anime style with his claws ready and then he's he definitely goes hey boo boo and then he just kind of like slashes him across the, the back yeah and you just slash across the back and he goes ah! and you see it fall on the body just begin bleeding out immediately you uh, hear about murder yeah <laughs> hey, boo -boo. i'm your spiritual uh, advisor <laughs> Uh, any that that's your movement and that's your action. I don't think you have any bonus action, so we'll move on to Wendigo. What do you do? Right. You're uh, about at uh, sixty feet from the cart or from the sled, and then again that other eighty feet from the the wagon itself. Um, so pretty pretty far, roughly. I'm going to let's see. I actually I have a perfect ability for this situation i am going Ooh. to do a goring rush so hell yeah. um oh, hell yeah i'm going to move 30 feet and then dash 30 feet and then use goring rush on whichever goblin i can close in on Ooh. so okay yeah you can close in on one of the ones at the front as you rush forward what describe what does it look like as we see wendigo in this bestial state rushing forward uh yeah so he was like trying to appear kind of human at first but then as soon as he enters combat you see like he he like drops the javelins and then just starts rushing forward and he's like <laughs> like growling <laughs> and, like yeah there's like a trail of blood behind him 
<laughs> yeah, you see as Wendigo drops his his coat behind him and weapons uh, kind of on the side, the, the javelins, as you said. Uh, and this, this is the first time Drucker, uh, Joshua, uh, you've ever seen Wendigo without the heavy coat on. And you see this bestial body almost and exposed rib cages. Wendigo goes on all fours and just rushes forward at this goblin. You see the goblin... Uh, is like trying to get a weapon out but as it looks up you see wendigo just go in horns first goring at this goblin uh you stab into this goblin and just uh with your antlers and just send it flying backwards almost you hear a uh, scream out and then you see it land and hit uh hit the ground hard uh on this like rock almost and uh you see it like bleeding out Crikey. <laughs> nice. Anything else you're going to do when to go? No, that's it. That's it. Uh, you see the other three goblins looking at you. They dropped the rope. Uh, it looks like that they will not be able to pull the sled anymore as there's not enough of them. Uh, and you see it. One of them will uh, sound horn. Uh, and you see three goblins. One goblin that looks kind of more dressed up as the others come from the back of this wagon kind of looking at you all uh and you see them draw bows uh and then you see the the more heavily armed one kind of draws uh javelin out and they're just kind of standing at the ready uh just kind of seeing what's happened it was about to happen and you see the other goblin please please uh the two goblins that the two arms that didn't blow the horn uh they will try to attack actually this is a bad situation for them <laughs> right i mean let me let me rephrase that those two will disengage as their bonus action and just run full speed 60 feet uh using their action to dash towards the wagon so they're about 20 feet from the wagon here uh and yeah, that's what they'll do. And leaving their one friend who blew the horn, uh, <laughs> they'll they'll just they'll just disengage and run thirty feet. So what it's like the- two. They just left the cart behind. They just left the wagon behind. Two of them are just at uh, trying to run to the wagon twenty feet away from it. Uh, the other is fifty feet away from the wagon. Uh, and 30 feet away from Druk and Wendigo, or Joshua and Wendigo. Um, but that is what they'll do on their turn. Uh, the ones on the cart, they just kind of are ready uh, to s- just watch what happens. As Druk, you see the cart no longer. I'm going to point at uh, Wendigo and whisper, just take the sudden go. All right, let's take it. Well, what are the polar bears doing? Are they hostile? Or are they just sitting there? Uh, they they they're they're just like standing like standing there, not really sitting, um, attached to the wagon uh, for the goblins, and they don't look very pleased. You can tell like their their, their <laughs> demeanor is just like like if you ever seen someone who hates their job, that's what they look like. So I can Myself communicate. In here. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're just like kind of staring off, uh, and they they don't seem to mind what's happening to these these goblins. If that makes sense. But yeah, so you hear that uh, whisper to you, when to go, from Druk. 
Truk, are you going to do anything else? Nope. All right. Joshua, what do you do? You see as the goblins are running. One of them is 30 feet away from you. The other two are 60 feet away from you. Got to say, I didn't realize that I had a multi-attack as a bear. It, I, oh, no, it no, turns no, out no, I, I get bite and claws. Oh, did it go for both? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Just, just uh, ignore that ability for balance purposes. Okay. Okay. That, that, that could be broken, huh? Yeah. Well, you're supposed to get polar bear later, but I was like... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I understand okay. now. You were being yeah. kind. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I go and rush that 30 yards and try to uh, bite down on this guy's neck. Ooh, yeah, go ahead and roll that bite attack. Uh, you just rush forward. Uh, get right behind the one who blew the horn. Uh, and you are now... Well, okay. A uh, twelve. Twelve will just hit as you Eight. bite down. And uh, do you rip off? Do you just kind of tear at it, or do you rip off the head? What I are you biting? Bite them and then cartoonishly like shake them, like oh, yeah. left and right. Like uh, you like bite uh, down. And you you shake him by the neck. You see the body flail back and forth. Ah! And you feel as the body goes limp in your jaw as you drop and the goblin is lying in a pool of its own blood uh, as you like spit out the blood. And as you get close enough to the cart, uh, you see as two, a javelin and two arrows are coming towards you. Uh, let's see if they hit here. What is your armor class in bear form? 12. 12, okay. Good to know. Uh, that'll miss. That'll hit. For oh, for three points of damage, and the last it's attack, uh, <laughs> last attack is this javelin that flies across the air. Um, will hit for seven. As you see, um, these these uh, barrage uh, coming from the cart from the goblin boss and two goblins at his side land against you, uh, and you see as now javelin and an arrow are sticking out of you, Jay. Uh, Joshua. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the polar bear talks! Get it, get it! <laughs> and uh, we'll go to Wendigo. What do you do? So I see one that appears to be like the goblin boss, right? Who seems like... Yeah, he's at the top of the top, up top of the wagon, kind of in the center, flanked by two of his two with short bows. How far away is he? Uh, so he's 80 feet away. 80 feet. Okay. Um, the two goblins trying to run to safety are 60 feet each. I'll go. I'll move 30 feet towards the goblin boss, take out one of my other javelins and throw it at him. Okay. Yeah. So you run forward, take out a javelin that you've been keeping in your back pocket, throw it at the <laughs> boss, uh, mm. and you uh, land with a 16 dealing seven points of damage as you get in the shoulder. You can see that this individual kind of has more armor uh, as well. Goes, and he looks back. Get us out of here. He looks at one of his like uh, uh, super fight, like his, uh, his right hand uh, person. And you see uh, them look to, to ready to jump down at the front of the wagon and go. Are you doing anything else where to go? Actually, yeah, I forgot to rage. I'll use my bonus action to rage. 
As you roar, you can hear the goblins scream like, ah, Get out of here! We gotta get out of here! <laughs> and and yeah. on their turn, you'll see uh, the goblin boss will take out a, another javelin to try to strike it at the polar bear. Uh, misses. And then the other goblin will shoot a short bow and hit for four points of piercing damage. Uh, and then the la other goblin on the um, wagon will go down and then you see him go to the polar bears and uh, take out the kind of reins and hit them. Mush! Mush! Joshua, one of them on the left side, the left polar bear, will kind of look back. Oh, 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 uh, hey, hey, buddy, are you, are you killing these guys or what's going on? Hey, here? hey, we are, we're just about to, but uh, I may need you to not help them. I could get you off the reins if you'd like. Oh, yeah, I'd like that very much. Hmm. You see as the uh, polar bears just kind of sit there as they get hit uh and they kind of start growling at the goblins and then you hear the goblins say bastard they're not going they're not going you see as uh the goblin boss will be like ah, trick make throw this on them and he uh is like fumbling through his uh his pouch here uh and we'll go to drook what are you doing cart is seems secured um, you see the other two goblins that were running after the wagon get on. So now there's one, two, three, four wagon, four goblins on the cart. Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, four goblins on the cart and one goblin boss on the on the, on the cart, the wagon. Sorry. I'm gonna try and close <laughs> as much of that distance as possible while remaining stealthed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem more distracted. Uh, with we'll keep your 19. They seem more distracted with the Wendigo and the. You know, I wouldn't close that distance and I want to cast Levitate on the Goblin Boss. Okay, yeah, I'll say you're Dang. able to get close enough. Uh, is there a DC after half? 13. 13, okay, and that is... On. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, you <laughs> see as the Goblin Boss go, ah, what, is, uh, what does Druk's magic look like? What is like the color of it? The color? Um, yeah. well, how would you describe its appearance? Wispy cold air. Yeah, you see like bits of cold air kind of surrounding the goblin and begin making it float up. Ah, what is what is this? What is this? Ah, let me down! <laughs> and I'm gonna send him 20 foot in the air for this turn. And you see it just shame stealth in the, in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Awesome. Go ahead and roll me another stealth check here, just to, since you've okay. cast the spell, just That's to fair. see. Me. As a goblin flies high, twenty feet uh, above this wagon, uh, that'll be your turn. So oh. <laughs> So as you lift up the as goblin, as long as I'm not rolling, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As you lift up the goblin into the air, Druk, uh, you can't help but laugh at the fact that this goblin is just uh, does not know what's going on. So you have this loud laugh before like covering your mouth, uh, and then you see the goblin. Hey, hey, no way, these two are smart enough to cast spells. It's that guy. Hey, get him, get him, please. 
Hit him! Uh, and he's like flirting there. Comes, they they kind of look a bit confused here. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Joshua, it is your turn. Okay. okay. Um, how close am I to these other polar bears that are getting whipped or were getting whipped? I don't know if they're still actively getting whipped. Yeah, they're actively getting whipped. Uh, okay. You moved up. Because I've hit someone in the neck on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was... Um, he was 50 feet away from the cart. So you're about 60 feet away from these these uh, these polar bears. Okay. Well... Let's see. I can speak to polar bear. Or I can speak yeah. to animals. They just, I can't understand them. Is what it says. So, um, I'd like to convince these guys. But you're, these polar bears talk because it's podcast and it works way better when you have animals that talk. Um, so I'd like to try to convince them to uh, just turn on their own masters and not wait on me to cut their uh, reins, but just kind of do a. Uh, persuasion on getting them yeah, to yeah. I'll I'll say animal handling check here. Okay. Is what I'll require. Oh man, thank you. That's so much better. <laughs> My persuasion <laughs> zero. Animal handling plus three. Wonder if it's gonna nice. help. Hey. Ooh, twenty two. Right. You didn't even need the plus three, honestly. Uh but you see the polar bears go and they turn around <laughs> and you see them slash at two of the goblins that are on the card and goblins go, hey, what are you, what are you doing? No, 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 give me the motion, give me the motion. Uh, and they'll make two attacks. Um, give me one second here. Uh, okay. You want me to just roll my polar uh, bear attack? I, I, you got him. Oh, I got him. Okay. Uh, yeah, they'll just do two claw attacks here. Uh, that'll hit for enough. Uh, oh yeah, that definitely hits for more than enough. So you see, as these the uh, the polar bears kind of stand, uh, still tied to the the wagon, but two slashes against the wagon uh, cause two of these uh, five goblins to just fall unconscious as they are stricken across the throat, and the other is just grabbed and thrown into the air almost, and just flies out into the unknown. Uh, and then the three goblins remaining uh, now look rather scared and, and you can see the goblin boss and the two remaining are looking for a way out of this situation now uh and we'll go to the windigo oh well actually the goblin boss is floating in the air so he can't yeah uh windigo what are you doing um see so a target floating in the air i think you have advantage on that but you also see two creatures on the wagon like looking up also have drawing their crossbows or not crossbows sorry short bows um, I think I'm good. Don't worry about the floating guy. Don't worry about him. He's about to take 20 D6 damage. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. I was, I was, you Tim are not. You, uh, I gotta get my <laughs> dice on now. No, I'm just gonna roll it in. Yeah, go, go for it. Go for it. When to go. I was tempted to just try nice. to keep chucking javelins at him while he was trapped up in the air. <laughs> um, I will, yeah. Pinata that ass. <laughs> I will try to go up close a distance to the actual polar bears and try to release them. If you do your d dash move, what is it called? Uh, oh, the goring Russian. rush. Yeah. Goring rush. Yeah. I'll say the goring rush will close the distance and for thematic purposes, you'll like run into the cart or the wagon as 
you kind of break through their restraints. Okay, perfect. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that would be your mm-hmm. your turn to do that. As Wendigo, you run into the wagon, breaking through the the like the the front part of the wood uh, and releasing uh, the uh, polar bears as their uh, restraints kind of drop and come off the shoulder. Uh, and you just see as the polar bears look at you say, <laughs> and uh, the goblin bosses turn and the goblins. Let's see, what are their options here? <laughs> They don't have very many. Goblin Boss, <laughs> I don't think he can do anything, right? <laughs> uh, if he's got a range weapon, he can pull that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, he'll just... Levitate's my favorite go. spell yeah. in 5e. Like, levitate a bad guy, like, six inches off the ground, and it's better than hold person. Yeah, honestly, that's actually very funny that there's not a... There's not a saving <laughs> throw you can do. <laughs> um... <laughs> He'll just take a javelin and throw it at you, Druk, out of spite. See if he hits. Okay. Uh, what is uh, eleven? Dead. <laughs> eleven does not hit. Uh, so you'll see the javelin is like you're like try to grab it, but he doesn't. It unbalanced, so he can't really get a good throw off. And he oh, just actually, yeah, it. you do have a penalty. I think whenever you're on when you're levitating for attacks. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, it, it, no matter what, he's gonna miss here. Uh, yeah, so he uh, he misses as the the javelin just lands, uh, like not even twenty feet away from the wagon here, nowhere near you. Get me down! Get me down! He's looking at his two subjects remaining, and they're both gonna disengage and bolt out of this situation. They run in opposite directions, uh, sixty feet away from the cart here. Uh, in opposite directions, uh, and that'll be all the three of their turns. And now it is your turn, uh, Druk. And uh, tell me again, what do you do? Okay, I can't actually drop him from from super high up. I was just threatening. I'm actually going to lower him so that he's just a foot above the ground. As you kind of drop him quickly, and he gets to that foot above the ground. How do you this? All right. Uh, the all the other goblins ran off. Yeah, the two the other two are running off. So unless when to go and Joshua, you I'm gonna grab a piece chains. of rope and we're gonna tie this guy up. And we're just gonna pull him. <laughs> he has to carry this sled. <laughs> yeah, you stay in that polar bear farm. Uh, apparently, we have harnesses for that. I don't know. Maybe you can get them to take the cart back to town. We can sell that. Oh yeah, hey, I've already talked to them about that. They're cool. Sweet. Brr. See? Hey, cool. That's a cute Goblin boss, where's your uh, base? Uh, oh. uh, uh, will I live or are you going to kill me? It depends on how friendly you are and how nicely you dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. So our base, it's called Karkuruk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's near the, on the west side uh, of, the, of, the, of the big rocks. West side of the big rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way. And he points uh, westward. Uh, and you can now... I'll see. Uh, let me just show you this. See that appear on your bottom left of your map. His Karkuluk has been unlocked. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that place. That's, our, that's where a lot of us come and stay. Is it the Red X? Uh, 
no sorry that is where you all are currently it's sorry uh if you zoom out a little bit it's the southwest side of the map southwest. yeah uh Let's like oh very tip yeah Something. okay awesome. sorry, sorry i get to live um well is there better treasure than what i can get with two goblin ears there oh uh, sure yeah 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 you can get good, good stuff tell me about man. it uh yeah uh so our chief yarnock uh he he's uh um there's uh different things uh let me remember there's a, there's a treasury there's a treasury uh, in there. our stuff what's the stuff please Okay. Uh, yeah, but, you know, there's a lot of goblins. Well, I hate to break it to you, but you haven't danced at all. And I think I can get better yeah, treasure yeah. and two goblin ears. Holy bear, do your thing. I can't really move. I can't really move. I can't really move. I can't really move. I can't really And just bite. <laughs> bite the head off and just spit it down on the ground. Now that the body is not a person, it just lands down on the snow after falling one feet. Mm-hmm. Not a good time to lose one's head. <laughs> he was not keeping it cool. <laughs> oh, these puns. All right. Oh, um, well, that's done with. Also, I think there's a place we can get some really good treasure out there. Screw all these other little distractions. Well, actually, Tourmaline and those gems did sound pretty lucrative. Anyways, let's pull the sled back into town and let's see what we can sell from the wagon. Yeah, you will. you. As you uh, gather uh, the wagon here, you can see that you're able to gather uh, some items from these characters. As you kind of bite off the head of the leader, uh, you see as things fall out of uh, this pouch that they had on the, their side, uh, and you see two uh, bottles of liquid of green coloration. And then you have, uh, you see 13 silver, 25 copper, and then this bone whistle. Ooh, a whistle. <laughs> and as you uh, grab up those things and grab the cart full of iron ignits, uh, I'll say easy enough with the strength of Wendigo, uh, Joshua, and two polar bears, you're able to bring the cart all the way back, the sled all the way back to Bryn Chandir uh, in the matter of a few hours. I actually let them stay in the sled so I could just pull them Aww. for their, their troubles and helping us and everything. And I like being in a bear form. <laughs> Thank you, Joshua. Bring it all into town. Successful. <laughs> you arrive Pulled here to the, the town. Days. It's all on fire. <laughs> uh, not, not in this cold weather. <laughs> not in this cold weather. You uh, are brought in uh, to the city uh, and you have this cart full of iron ingots wrapped in thick burlap and sealed tightly to the sled with leather straps. Uh, there appears to be over a hundred. You'd guess around 300 iron ingots here. And then as you open one, you can see that it's stamped the foaming mug symbol of the, uh, of a, uh, Clan battle hammer. Yeah. Clan battle hammer. I'll, I'll say that, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, Druke would know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you know that 
Uh, and it is you know that uh, Herna and she would be waiting for you at the north look over here in the north side of town. We'll poke over there. you on to what to do. I would very much like to have the favor of Clan Battlehammer. That sounds mm-hmm. great. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, as you all head on over there with the relative ease, as you um, bring the cart throughout the town, uh, you end up back at the north look uh, where you started today. And as you go in, uh, again, it, there's a good amount of patrons, but you see close to the door awaiting your arrival are the three dwarves and they look up to you just with anticipation we got your medal okay oh, uh, lovely mm-hmm uh, yeah uh, uh, come come with us C- come to uh, black iron blades uh we will give you a All reward right. there and uh let the shop know who is responsible for bringing it all Do back. they have shields? Yeah. Do they actually have any markings of Clan Battlehammer on them themselves? Uh, That's you, a good question. You don't outrightly see that, see any of that, so you wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Um, I'll even quiz them. I'm like, uh, so what clan, uh, dwarven clan are you with? Uh, yes, uh, we work for the, the Battlehammer. Uh, you see on the cart, uh, uh, there's a foaming mug, Simba. What does that have to do with battle hammer? Oh, well. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joshing. You're, that's the correct answer. Uh, Let's go. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, hey, do you know? And then he's like, mm-hmm. you see his, one of the silent ones just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, they take you uh, down to here, near the market area. Uh, you see this building. Uh, and can hear the sound of metal being uh, being uh, forged. And as you walk in, you can see this uh, dwarf with this uh, orangish, burly beard. And as you walk in, you also see the symbol of uh, Clan Battlehammer, um, kind of near the front entrance. And as you walk in, uh, you can see as this dwarf says, "Oh, you." Got it? Uh, uh, yes, uh, 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 we did. Uh, and they look to you all and then see the cart sled behind you. Good, good. Uh, uh, what are your three names? I must write them down. I'm Druk, and this is my spiritual advisor and my bodyguard. Spiritual advisor, bodyguard, and Druk. Great. Well, thank you for uh, helping these... In- uh, helping and deliver these back to where they belong. I, I've heard that you can combine iron ingots and leather strips to make iron daggers. It will improve your blacksmith skill. Oh, uh, yes, uh, that's a good tip. Maybe I'll try it soon. Um, the Skyrim I, jokes. I love it. In other case, uh, you know, for the good deed you did, uh, you know, much deserved discount is in order. Oh, Anytime I like you shop discounts. Here, uh, we'll give you a good discount off the items. We'll give you it at uh, uh, at cost. No mark. What does that translate to in D and D world? I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. inflation. How much it takes <laughs> to make it? Quick, use your abacus. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is out the door for him. He, he then talks to uh, Drake. He's like, Drake, that's my abacus. And then and the Drake just goes into his underarm and pulls out the abacus because it's somewhere up in his back. And then does complicated maths that just don't make sense to Western yeah. civilizations. Ah, uh, spiritual guide <laughs> and an accountant. Lovely. It's good to have, you know. Uh, but yes, anyways. Uh, skills. Trade. Right. And so Drake's probably walking around with like a piece of like string with like two goblin ears pressed through it and he's trying to figure out where he can get a best bounty on those. Best bounty? Uh, I'd probably ask the speaker. Maybe they'll they'll have something for you. I, I don't know if this individual you got the ears from had a bounty, but if they do, the speaker would know. Surely they, they will wish to award those rid in the area of goblins and other beasts. Says yes, not for sure. meeting the eyes of his companions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, most definitely. Uh, uh, town hall is not far from here on the other side of the market. Uh, you can head over there and maybe find the speaker. I think I her can name is up for next time. It's gonna be really you bet awesome. shame. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll just wrap it up real quickly here. And as you all leave the uh, the Black Iron Blades, victorious and uh, starting a new adventure here uh, in the Icewind Dale, as we'll end off today's session. Well done, everybody. Or, I don't know yeah. to win. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We're always on the fly. You never know. I said yeah. that since season one. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Next time we see, I love Drew, the story. When to go and Joshua? Joshua. It'll be sometime soon. Hopefully, I don't know. But yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like whenever we can get this back. Is to fun, this is fun, man. World. I know there's a lot of content around here. There is a lot of content in this book. So if we ever need to. We can definitely use it. And we can also, you know, drop in, drop out. You know, it could be just something we can do on the side to our main story. But oh, yeah. that is it for us oh, today yeah. here on Raven, Raven Drum Plug the Top. Uh, I guess we'll do outros. I've been here, right. GM, Brian. I stream on twitch.tv slash ballandrye. Check me out there. Uh, and I'll pass over to Brandon. Hey, y'all. It's been Brandon. I've been playing Drukes to Ride. Otherwise, I'm uh, at the BWT on all the various socials. But yeah, see you next time. Chris. Hey, I'm Chris. I was playing the creepy Wendigo. And uh, you can find me at Raven's Realm Pod on uh, Twitter. And um, join our Discord. Yes, join the Discord. Discord's a big one. That's right. Justin? Last but not least. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm Justin. I played Joshua Lasgar, um, or I voiced him tonight. And if you would like to hear some of the music for the intro, outro, or whatnot, you can go to bandlab.mix or bandlab.com slash mixsushi3. Also, uh, I'm up to like five songs now for the EP. I'm going to write about seven or eight more and then limit down to like four. <laughs> So we'll yeah. see what happens. I'll release the other ones on BandLab, but the others are going to go up on uh, Spotify whenever I can get it up. Like, That's uh, awesome. Probably at the end of the year. 
But yeah, so those are all just my announcements and things I've got going on in my life. Yeah, but it's uh, as Chris was saying, we're Raven's Realm tabletop community. You can find our Discord in the show notes. Uh, we'll see you next time. See you next right. time, folks. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate you so much. Yes. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye. Been fun. Thanks for watching the stream. You validate our existence. <laughs> Dang, I didn't get that. Oh. <laughs> that I was really, super fun. really wanted the, the visual of Wendigo riding on a polar bear. This just this junky ass like a uh, deer human <laughs> riding on a bear just to see it's like one of the creepiest visuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that was a lot of fun on uh, just a random. Yeah, it was a fun time. world. It was real loose. It was, you did a great job. Uh, I didn't do anything. I just ran it. But exactly. It, so much. the players. Uh, I just played the game. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll come to it back to it soon but i think we ought to yeah i think that's that so. really fun this has a lot yeah. of yeah it, it seems like it has a lot of material that we can definitely dip into What's up? What do you think so far, Chris? I like it, man. It's cool. Yeah, very the 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 uh, adventure module is very much open world. Like, if y'all decided to be like, "Fuck it, we just want to go to the mountains," we can do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, we can do whatever. So, don't feel like <laughs> locked into whatever I've I've told you. Some of it has been like just. A dice roll to decide what I tell you, but you all can do whatever you wish. This um, is the first time I've seen Wendigo's picture, and oh my god, that's terrifying. He's in our party. He's a good guy. He's one of us. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> I didn't realize he was like a hit deer. <laughs> you know, I not the prettiest. <laughs> I this whole time, a... I was thinking of Wendigo like a, a, a ghostly apparition kind of thing, but no, it's 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 this deer dude. <laughs> Dead deer I, dude. Sometimes I get a little carried away making a weird character, and then I fail oh, to I realize they have to fit into a party. It's <laughs> 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 like there's no logical reason why anyone would allow Wendigo to hang out it's with It's kind them. of been Juke's thing. It's like, everyone's just allowing this? Okay. Well, if you if you also so in Icewind Dale, you'll need like very heavy set clothing. So I would assume that unless Wendigo decides to just you know have all that hanging, you can't really tell with the with the heavy cloaks and and all that. It's pretty easy to disguise yourself here. Um, yeah. So unless unless you want to say that Wendigo is like walking around hood down mouth slinging around blood flying everywhere uh i'll assume that you're you're kind of more low-key about it yeah he's trying to keep it together <laughs> yeah <laughs>